0: Another one yeah. for Tommy Boy, yeah. Aww, another man. one for the world, another one for the, <laughs> the listeners. and maybe for the girls. See, I can't
1: dribble a ball, but I can fiddle with y'all air drums, I'm the
0: one. Episode number seven of the Third Leg Podcast. I am your host, Riley Warren. Alongside me is my co-host, Dr. James Donovan. How are you doing today, brother?
1: Pretty good. Long work week's finally done. I'm ready to talk about some sports.
0: (laughs) Yes, sir. Today, I want to start off by talking about the Detroit Degenerates. (laughs) Big story, everyone's talking about four Detroit Lions are suspended. Two are off the team, Quintus Cephas and CJ Moore. Jamison Williams and Stanley Berryhill are suspended for six games. They didn't bet on the NFL. They bet on some college, so they got six games instead of the whole year. What do you make of this, Donnie? What, what's going on here?
1: It, it's just crazy to see. Like, okay, Jameson Williams, obviously we had very big high hopes for him this year. And now we're not going to get to see it for six games because, all because he wanted to bet on, I'm assuming, college football because it wasn't the NFL that he was betting on. And he just... You know, couldn't wait till he got off the Lions practice facility or NFL site, whichever it was. And now he's suspended for six games. So we get to sit there and go, "Okay, what if we had J-Mo? What if we had J-Mo? Does this change what we do in the draft? All that fun jazz.
0: Let's not forget that we traded up to get him while he was hurt, knowing we're going to wait basically a whole season for him. And then his first season back healthy and he's not going to be there the first six games.
1: Luckily, we'll get to see him in the preseason, it mm-hmm. sounds like. Um, the suspension doesn't start till like zero 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 0 of the last preseason game. So hopefully he gets to show out and, you know, show us that like what can happen starting in game seven of this year. It's definitely, you know, terrible and horrible to see that he's going to be suspended. Hopefully he gets his head on straight and, you know, good old, Dan Campbell is talking to him about like, hey, you can't be doing this shit. Like, stop. We need hey, to
0: Hey, at least at least we know they're just like us deep down, just true degenerates. They got money in the bank, but there ain't nothing like hitting a bet, Dunny. Some people, <laughs> some people just gotta feel it. They gotta feel something.
1: Amen to that. Um, I have always wondered, <laughs> like, okay, if you're a super you know, you're a superstar or you're just in the league, any of the leagues. Can you bet on things like obviously we know you can't bet your sport, you can't bet your team, but can you bet on the other sports? And apparently you can as long as you're not on that the league that you're in a site that is affiliated with them. Which... Yeah, I
0: think they, uh, I think they like updated the rules. They didn't really tell too many people, <clears throat> but they updated the rules where NFL players can gamble and they can be on the sports books. They cannot gamble on NFL whatsoever, just due to the fact that they can have insider information. They know what's going on depth chart wise, who's sitting. They just, they know a little more. So you can't really bet on the sport that, you know, you're playing, which is understandable. It would be like, allowing referees to bet on games that they're not participating in. It's just at the end of the day, like it lines just get blurred and you can't have it happen. So that's just kind of where it is. You can't bet on the NFL understandable. I think getting a six game suspension for gambling on a sport that isn't the NFL is kind of whack. Just like, because you were on a Lions facility, like he could have been working out, training, getting recovery, whatever, and he's on the sports book that's affiliated with your team. And you can't you can't <laughs> use that app dependent on your location. It just seems kinda of wild to me.
1: No, I agree with you. Like everywhere you go, that's all you see now is since it's been mm-hmm. legalized in Michigan is every sports book is getting in with every single team. It's just a matter of time before it becomes more and more prevalent. You know, as the United States starts to open up, I think we're over halfway now for at least sports betting. Um, It, it it doesn't make sense to me, but Hey, there's rules that you got to follow them, right? You sign that dotted line for a reason.
0: Hey, you're a rookie, read the rules. You're getting paid millions. I understand that you should still be able to gamble, but at the end of the day, you haven't even played a full season yet, buddy. Let's just let's focus on football, the NFL, right now. Let's not try to, you know, get a couple units up before the the season <laughs> starts. You know,
1: yeah, and it, like I'm I'm wondering if he was aware of it, right? If this was something he knew that he shouldn't be doing, or if he didn't know and now this is a big surprise to him because I if doubt he knew. It. If he knew, like, just text your boy, like, hey, put this on this. You know, I can't do it right now. The game's about to start. Put this on this. I got you if it hits, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't think that they knew the stipulation of not being able to bet within, like, your facilities. It it makes sense that the fact that they stayed away from the NFL made they knew enough about the rules of gambling where they're like, all right, we can't bet on the NFL, but we can bet on college football. But they didn't take it. They didn't take it to the next step, knowing you can't bet on the college football if you're on like a Lions facility, which sucks and really doesn't make sense to me. But at the end of the day, it is what
1: it is. Yep. Now we just get to wait till week seven to see our Lions team at full strength.
0: Hey, it'll just give us a little more time if they lose a game or two or we're like, we're not we're not at full strength. You know, it doesn't really count. The season doesn't really count until, you know, week seven.
1: Jameson's not in yet. We're, the offense doesn't look the same.
0: Exactly. Jamo's not in. We're going to be a lot different week seven.
1: Amen. Amen. Uh, do you think it'll change anything we do as far as like drafting wise? Do you think we now take a receiver because of I, this?
0: I don't think this is going to prioritize a receiver, but if one falls that's on our board in rounds three to five, we might take, take a receiver that we didn't – We might push a receiver up on the board, I guess I'll say, and take them in three to five rather than um, maybe like an interior or defensive player. Now we're going to have a receiver. Um, I can see that happening. I can also see us not moving up on wide receivers and then just picking up unrestricted free agents that didn't get signed and see what they can do in camp or something like that. Because we only need one guy, I think one or two guys. We'll see what the room is, because at the end of the day, that was three receivers, you know, taken from us. Williams, Barry Hill, and Cephas. Cephas is gone. Barry Hill and Williams won't be back till week seven. So we will have to fill we'll have to get some more heads within that room, but I don't think that we're gonna have to waste draft picks necessarily. Or at least not early ones.
1: I I agree wholeheartedly with you. If it come to where like we're 50-50 on where do we go. I think maybe we might lean receiver in the later rounds, Um, but I don't think like we completely just – they're leveraged way ahead of everyone else. Um, I do like the idea of potentially getting the unrestricted free agent. There's a couple good ones out there, at least guys that have been around the league for a while that you know can step in. And they're not going to play every down, but if you need them to catch a ball, they can. Um, And then potentially even some undrafted free agents, right? Like every There's some rookies every year that go undrafted, and hey, give them a workout.
0: For sure. Give them the Bill Belichick workout. See what they got. See if they got any intangibles and... See if he can roll into the league with it on a very low contract, won't have to waste too much money. And then at the end of the day, maybe he pans out and is a stud, you know?
1: So, right. Diving in the rough.
0: Yeah. I, you know how the Lions have been? We've been finding, (laughs) we've been finding some studs. So hopefully, you know, hopefully they can do that again. I'm a little disappointed at the end of the day. But I kind of understand that it's not like the whole Kel- Kelvin Ridley situation. Right. Although it was right. like one year ago. It was like around the same time last year. It was like 13 months or something since that happened. Since the last time someone's got in trouble and then they just pop five people in one day.
1: Right. So it's kind of crazy. I, I, so I'm wondering, because they hire like a agency to kind of monitor this as far as like things that go in and out via the broadband that they use for the NFL uh, sites. I wonder if like, okay, this is the yearly report and this is who got flagged and okay, now this is when the suspension happens versus getting it right when it happens. Yeah. I'm sure that's how it
0: happens. I'm sure they do like an investigation and shit like that before um, they hand out any, any judgment, any judgment, but I'm sure the Lions were, I actually seen that the lions had staff. Like a handful of staff that also got released for sports gambling. Oh, like it—it it wasn't whole... just the players. Like this was like a thing within the organization. Like, uh, what are they like? Uh, like different coaches and strength coaches and just like people within the organization that were also sports betting. And most of most the of them were the NFL. So, like, they're just done. They're gone. You'll never (laughs) be on another team again.
1: We can say the 2022 Lions were the degenerates of the NFL. That's for sure.
0: Detroit D-Gens, baby. All 2023. Yeah, absolutely. Some Detroit D-Gen merch.
1: But um, speaking of draft, big week this week. You know, uh, coming up next Thursday, April 27th, round one of the draft starts. Can't wait for that, getting hyped. We're going to make a couple videos on it, I think. Right, Riley?
0: Yeah, we are. We're going to do one of the first round mock draft of just the entire first round for all the teams, and then we're going to do one specifically for the Lions. And We're going to upload both of those videos before the the draft, and then we'll come on the podcast Tuesday, uh, tentatively Tuesday, and let you guys know how all that went down and uh, link it over to you guys so you can check it out
1: definitely i'm looking forward to that uh maybe make some spicy moves see what we can get going
0: yeah 100 percent i'm i'm really excited to do it too just to see how the board plays out like in the the end of the first round and second round with how many picks we got
1: right and when it comes down to it like okay you and i were football fans right like that's that's our go-to um it's exciting to get to talk about that draft because it is you know it's the one weekend i sit down and i'm like okay this is going to take a long-ass time, but we're going to watch. We're going yes, to watch. sir.
0: It's just like doing your draft for fantasy football. You know, it's a commitment. It's a whole-day thing, baby.
1: Amen to that. Amen to that.
0: All right, let's move on to the NBA.
1: Okay. All right. Um, playoffs going on. Okay. We got the Celtics-Hawks. They played today. Um, Celtics were up 2-0, and then the Hawks stole a game today. So, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray, I think, combined for like 56 or 57 points, something like that. Um, Trey Young had 32. Jalen Brown for the Celtics didn't show up, only had 15. Um, The Hawks as a team played well. You know, I think seven of the nine players that got minutes scored in double figures. So you you can't be mad if you're a Hawks fan today.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, if you're a Hawks fan, just getting a win against Boston is big for you. You'll take that any day of the week.
1: Definitely. It's not going nope. to be a sweep like a lot of people were thinking.
0: Yeah, no sweep. You know, who would ever say that?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I, uh, I still see that series being a 4 1. I think this is the only game they got. Derek White and Jalen Brown had terrible shooting nights. Marcus Smart <clears throat> had 24, and his PRA is usually set at 19.5 total. Right. So he kind of he came up. Big, just for them to keep it within 10 points most of this game. I don't see that happening. Again, just a quick shout-out, Al Horford, you're a bomb.
1: (laughs) I was going to ask you how Big Al do.
0: Big Al didn't do shit. He's somehow a center with four rebounds.
1: Yep, the only starting big man in his rotation.
0: 28 minutes, four rebounds. Good lordy.
1: Crazy. Capella had a double double tonight, so he's finally finally got to play like himself. So that's good to see if you're a Hawks fan.
0: Yeah. I mean your two best players go for fifty-seven total and then Capella gets his double double. I mean that's the that's the recipe for Atlanta to, to do big to do big things. And then Bogdanovich is like a hooper. He's an actual hooper. He gets buckets. It's he's one of the better six men in the league, I would say honestly. Yeah, definitely. Scoring, scoring wise, I mean, he's he went six for eight tonight, three three for four from three. He only gets like twenty minutes, so he does what he can.
1: Did you know that this Bogdanovich and the Pistons Bogdanovich are not related?
0: No fucking way,
1: right? Like uh, um, a patient of mine told me this, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me! I thought they were brothers." I thought
0: Bogdanovich, just a normal name,
1: apparently, where they're from. Yeah, it's Bogdan and Bojan, B O J A. It's literally so close for their first names, too. And I'm like, they're not related, that you got to be kidding me, but yeah, not related, or at least not brothers, which I thought they were,
0: right? Yeah, no idea.
1: All right, um, other game going on right now. Cavs versus the Knicks, series tied 1-1 as we're talking. Then it's getting pretty close to halftime. I think it's even past halftime now. But is when it done? was getting to halftime, the Knicks were already up 10, um, looking like they're taking care of business at home. Madison Square Garden is popping off. I wonder uh, if uh, Julius Randle's going to bully ball some guys again tonight. What do you think?
0: Hello? Uh-oh. All right, yeah, we me? we just freezed out, yeah, we're back. Okay. Let me write this
1: down. We can just... 15 minutes.
0: 15 minutes.
1: Cut. <laughs> All right, where were we? What did you hear last? The
0: last thing I heard before you cut out was we have the Cavs and the Knicks.
1: okay. All right, so the other game going on tonight, we have the Cavs and the Knicks. Series is tied 1-1 right now. Um, Game's going on. Uh, As we're talking, it's getting close to halftime. I think it might already be in the second half right now. Um, But the Knicks were up 10, and they look like they had the game under control. Um, Good to see. You know, Madison Square Garden is electric for the playoffs. So the fact that the Knicks are showing out and not going to get booed out of their own stadium is good to see. Uh I can only I haven't seen any of the clips, but I can only imagine Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson are the two doing their work.
0: Yeah, my bad. My mic fell off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm back You're though, good. baby. I'm back. First Knicks. All right. So we got the Cavs versus the Knicks is the other game going on right now. The series is tied one one. Um they're going to Madison Square Garden as it stands right now, like as we're talking. There's about four minutes left in the game. Knicks are up twenty six. So they're taking you know, control of the series. Julius Randle is struggling tonight, but RJ Barrett decided he could play basketball again. So <laughs> so that's good to see if you're a Knicks fan. Um, Donovan Mitchell for the Cavs got 22 and Levert has 17. But other than that, everyone else is pretty much struggling. So not good if you're a Cavs fan. Like we said, Donovan Mitchell's got a score close to, you know, 35 to 40 points a game if they're going to compete. And with four minutes to go in the game, he's at 22. So it's a recipe Lucky. for uh, not not too many good things for the Cavs. They're at 70 points with four minutes to go. So, like,
0: holy shit,
1: that's a low scoring affair for them, for sure. I would love to be at Madison Square Garden right now with how electric that atmosphere has got to
0: be. bro. They get crazy. Yep. Crazy for the playoffs.
1: And they haven't even had like a good team in a while, so you know they've got some oh, pent-up energy. There are
0: literal 50- to 70-year-old men that are <laughs> screaming their asses off right now.
1: And Spike Lee.
0: <laughs> and Spike Lee is going nuts. Guaranteed, he's talking shit right now.
1: Absolutely. Um, I did see a trade. Like There was like people talking about trade rumors that potentially getting rid of R.J. Barrett, sending him to the Pelicans, and bringing B.I. up to the Knicks?
0: That would be disgusting.
1: Right? You team up Z- Zion and R.J., and then you bring Brandon Ingram to team up with Brunson and Randall? I don't know. I don't know if I like it or not.
0: If I was if I was Zion,
1: I would be pissed if B.I. was <laughs> leaving me.
0: Especially if that's in like a one-for-one one type thing. Not right. a chance. B.I. has been such a bucket this year.
1: It's Especially
0: true. with CJ playing like shit, you need BI right now. Let him have CJ.
1: Right. No, I agree. I agree. There was another one going around today about a three team trade for Trey Young or involving Trey Young, I guess I should say. It was with the Hawks, Trailblazers, and Sixers. Sixers send like Maxi, Tobias Harris, and some other people off the bench to Atlanta. Atlanta sends Trey Young to Portland. And Portland sends Dame to Philly
0: to oh team up with
1: God. Embiid. Yeah, if
0: Dame got to Philly, bruh.
1: Right, like good night. That would be I would so be happy for Dame. Me too. Me too.
0: Get to go to the playoffs and you actually have a chance to like get out of the first round.
1: Right, and like if James Harden decided to stay, okay, now you got James Harden, Dame, and Embiid. How are they not the favorites? But hey. obviously,
0: speaking of Embiid. Is he kicking nuts out there?
1: <laughs> um, yeah. If you watch that video, it, you know you know Nick Claxton catches the lob, dunks over, or doesn't really dunk over him, but no, in the vicinity of Embiid, I guess I should say, and Embiid falls to the ground, and then Claxton steps over top of him like he's Allen Iverson or something.
0: I was gonna say, does he think that's
1: Ty Lue? <laughs> right, exactly. And then Embiid, you know. Tries to kick him in the in the boys, but uh, does not hit, luckily, I guess. And then they had to review it. They didn't decide to kick Embiid out. You know, this is one day after the whole Draymond situation. So. The
0: Dominican Sioux stomp, yeah.
1: <laughs> right, right. But Embiid uh, didn't get kicked out. Later in the game, though, Harden gets kicked out for something that is like, what? This is just normal basketball move. He's been doing this his entire career. Looked like he might have, you know, got a little bit into the guy's midsection. But uh, I couldn't believe that they tossed him out for that. It's like they're trying the to first, for it. That's
0: the first time I've seen someone get kicked out of a game for a nut tag. Put it in we're, the books.
1: Right. And it wasn't really like a nut tag, you know, like. He didn't actually, well, I mean, the guy went down like he got him, but it didn't look like he actually
0: got yeah, him. Yeah, he had the ball in his hand. It was like a rip move. It wasn't like he's playing defense and tagged him or someone's going up for a dunk and he tags him in the nuts or something. It was like a legit basketball play. But I feel like that was like a makeup call almost for the Embiid non-ejection. I've seen Golden State fans literally blow up on Twitter that Embiid didn't get kicked out because Draymond got kicked out and suspended. But Draymond literally <laughs> stepped on his chest, and that's and then, not the first time he's done shit like this. So it's just like an easy, automatic, get the fuck out of here type thing.
1: Right, and step is a very kind way of putting it, I would say. He Let me like, say
0: a an Ndamukong stomp is what it was.
1: Right, he looked like he was playing that fair game where you hit the hammer and see the bell go up, but with his foot. like He was trying <laughs> to set that thing to the moon. He, uh, good God.
0: I can say Sabonis, why are you grabbing my man's leg like that though? You grab my leg, I might Nandama can su stomp you too. I'm not gonna lie, just out of instinct. Like why are you grabbing my foot?
1: I will agree, like Sabonis should have gotten some uh some kind of punishment as well from the league, whether it be a fine or something like that, because he did kind of you know instigate. But Draymond, you got to be smarter than that, dude. Like, come on.
0: smart? What are you talking about? <laughs> he went to Michigan State, bro. Yep.
1: Good old Saginaw. I think he went to Saginaw High. Oh,
0: there. he's straight Sag nasty, baby.
1: Yep. But, hey, the Warriors showed up last night without Draymond, kind of played for Draymond and won the game. So they're down 2-1 in the series still the betting favorite to win the series which is kind of crazy you know um the oracle if they can get home court advantage by stealing one in sacramento you got to believe they'll tie it or they'll win it in 6 but i don't know it's going to be tough it's going to be tough
0: 100% if they win the next two games the series is over like they're not the kings ain't coming back down 3-2 and i don't see it happen
1: definitely not against game 6 clay
0: no that's that's literally the final boss.
1: That is six over. Clay,
0: bro That is over. Yeah, GG's. What about the, talking about over, what about the LeBron Dylan Brooks shit?
1: <laughs> Dylan Brooks, what in the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, if you're the Grizzlies organization, you're sitting this man down going, boy, you better calm yourself right now. You are poking a bear.
0: Hey, he said he likes to poke the bear, man. He's not scared. You got to show him. You got to put 40 on his head before he respects you. And right. he's never dropped 40 in his fucking life. So I don't know how you can say that. But at the end of the day, you know, you win the game. Right. You're kind of, you're kind of feeling yourself.
1: I guess so. You're the home favorite and you win the game. Congratulations. You
0: but know? you're going to talk shit to LeBron.
1: LeBron James. Call him too old. You know, it's kind of like... um. When MJ came back and wasn't wearing 23, and then I think it was the Magic they were playing in the playoffs, So that's not that's not Mike. That's that's not 2-3 over there. Mm-hmm. And he said, all right. Check this out. <laughs> get me my jersey. Let's go. And then made it a series. But, yeah, so I'll definitely be betting LeBron James over on his points next game, and I'll be laddering up to probably 45-50 if they let me go.
0: <laughs> <high. laughs> Dude, Dylan Brooks said he could beat him in a one-on-one dead ass dead ass he literally said he could beat lebron james in one-on-one and he struggles to score 10 points a
1: game have no i'm sorry no
0: (laughs) like you're saying too much you could say whatever you want in that locker room but you bring up one-on-one shit just get out of here
1: right and like he's supposed to be a you know this good defender He's like Lance Stevenson, like you know. That's no, he's I... a
0: shorter Draymond in my eyes, or he, um, he's Pat Beverly. He's Pat Beverly. That's what he is. He's Pat Beverly two point
1: uh, I think it was Winhorst for ESPN called him Diet Draymond Green.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That is
1: good. Yeah, that, that, that ass. That that's that's the one.
0: comparison I got. He's like a Draymond. Green type player. He expects everyone on his team to do well and he's gonna be that little guy talking shit the whole time while Big Brothers, you know, scoring the points.
1: Right. So that series is tied one one now. Um going to LA for games three and four. LeBron's gonna come out with, you know, chip on the shoulder, monster. I think they take game three pretty easily. And then we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens. The the Heat Bucks Game was interesting. Uh, the Bucks win without Giannis, handedly. I called um, it. Yeah, you did call it. So you talk about it. What'd you like about that before the game?
1: Um, so it, I just heard something. It's like a zigzag. of betting is what they call it for the NBA playoffs. Where after game one, if game two is a home favorite and that lost in game one, you bet them to cover in game two. So. Uh, your brother and you were in a group chat with me and asked, you know, who do we like for tonight's games? So I said, bucks to cover Jordan asked, without Giannis. And I said, yep. <laughs> Send and it. They, uh, they won by 16 without Giannis that, I yeah, mean, that was
0: an ass whoop in the heat. He, he played terrible Jimmy buckets. He, he still did his thing, but everyone else terrible. Terrible performance. Harrow's out with a broken hand, so they had to have someone step up with another 25 minutes. That's Gabe Vincent, Aladipo, Strews minutes. And if they're not hitting their threes, they're not doing anything. That's pretty much what they're there for. And if you look at that team, all they have is, bam, they have no big man. And they were getting feasted on by Brooke Lopez. Brook Lopez Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the old people home, bro. Leave him alone. But Brooke Lopez had like 17 points halfway through the second. Mm-hmm. Like he was eating them up. They, If you look at their lineup, they literally have nobody, no big, no other bigs. Nobody gets minutes.
1: Yeah, you're right. I'm looking they, at it right now. Dude, yeah. they have
0: Bam and then
1: they have Cody Zeller. Dead yep. ass. That is all
0: they have for big men. And you see Cody Zeller out there. He looks like a Make-A-Wish kid got on the court. <laughs> He does not look like he should be playing professional basketball.
1: Right. Where's uh where's Duncan Robinson? don't the Heat still pay him?
0: Yeah, they still pay him, but he
1: is in shambles somewhere. Good god. That boy talk about getting rich quick and then just cashing it in and saying,
0: "Facts, I'm out. bro." Well, once I got Jimmy Butler, it was a little different.
1: Right. I mean, good for Duncan signed the biggest contract by an undrafted free agent that did play again. Like
0: yeah, he he gets pretty much zero minutes, no tick. Yep. Tough to see.
1: But um now that he Bucks series tied 1-1 going to Miami, so we'll see if Giannis plays, if if he plays obviously I like the the Bucks to win if he doesn't. It's going to Well the crazy
0: thing about that is, so Giannis didn't play and they won by 16. That like Skewed the line so far away from the Heat that they're plus three thirty. Going back home, one one.
1: Right. You know, which like,
0: is which is weird, like a weird line. Like if that wasn't a sixteen point game and it was a close game, the Heat's line it's like a toss up at that point because Giannis isn't playing. But based off of one game, no matter what, if Giannis is playing or not, plus three thirty. I don't yeah. not like it, although. I'm saying I, I, I really don't think the Heat have a chance based off of their big men and their performance and it feels like the Bucks kinda already have like their game plan and it's working. I don't see the Heat being able to stop their bigs unless the Heat shoot sixty percent from the three point line or something like that. Some crazy right statistical performance. I don't think the Heat win. I you know, the lines plus three thirty for a reason. But it's just intriguing because it's tied series, star players out, and they're going back home.
1: Right, they did what they're supposed to do on the road, right? You win one. Yeah, they got their one. And for the teams that have split, right, they're the highest, or I guess I would say the best odds or most favorable payout to win win the series, especially if Giannis isn't going to play the rest of the games. Who knows? It could be something that lingers on and maybe doesn't play games three, four, five.
0: For sure. I mean, if they... If they win the next game, I don't see him playing Game Four because they can tie it up two-two, go back home, and then he can play.
1: Right, yeah, type thing. Not. But I'm if wondering.
0: they lose, if they lose, if he doesn't play Game Three, they lose. I mean, he's playing the rest of the series.
1: Oh, for sure. Come hell or high water, I guarantee that. You know, that yeah, he's
0: playing, and you're not going to stop him from playing either.
1: Nope. Um, one game we didn't talk about that happened as well: Suns versus Clippers. Kawhi, what what the hell happened? What
0: happened? Dude, I literally have no idea. I didn't even know he wasn't playing until probably like three or four minutes into the game. And Then I realized he's not playing. I see a bunch of memes of him. It was like load management and shit and PG's there trying to like ice his knees for him and shit. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. People are calling him a fraud, saying he's not a superstar or the worst superstar, whatever they're saying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, it's
0: it's weird to see, but there's got to be a reason, you know. Like th- the team wise, like they're not they they're either not letting him play or it's like part of a regiment for him.
1: You, you there's got to be right there. You know what I mean? Like something. he's
0: not just pulling the Zion and not Zion and not playing. Like something's going on and it's just not getting leaked. So I don't want to give him shit because he could actually be hurt, and they could just be trying to like milk how bad he actually tweaks something or something like that. So I I don't really know what's happening at all, but at the end of the day, seeing Kawhi not play in a must-win game is pretty tough to see.
1: Definitely, definitely. And uh, I think it was Stephen A. Smith and Kendrick Perkins were talking today about who would you rather have, Kawhi or Kyrie, and both said Kyrie Irving when it comes playoff time.
0: Well, that's that's a little different. When you say come playoff time, it, it is a little different. But Kawhi is known to make these crazy playoff runs. I mean, I mean Kawhi is a playoff dude as well.
1: If he he's plays, he's not
0: talked about it a lot, but he is a playoff guy.
1: If he plays, he can carry a team to an NBA championship, like he did it in Toronto. Um, but yeah, uh, he's the only superstar that sits out games regularly. A top like top five guy, right? Like for sure, Zion obviously sits out games because he just doesn't Sits
0: feel. out seasons, baby.
1: <laughs> right, seasons. It's true. Um, and then Stephen A. also called Kawhi the uh, worst superstar ever. Like huh? that's that's <laughs> tough.
0: That's tough. There's R- been some pretty shitty superstars, I'm sure. We could I call Joe Kim Noah out, out just from <laughs> personal, you know. Th- Right off the top, Joachim Noah is probably ranking above him,
1: and that wasn't even—we didn't think about that one for too long.
0: No, I—that just came right to my head. I, Carlos Boozer can go up there too. I don't <laughs> care.
1: I agree. I agree. Those
0: were all stars. I—I—I I don't like it, like I said. But at the end of the day, we don't know what the fuck's going on, so I don't want to—I don't want to say anything too crazy about him, and then it comes out he's actually hurt, and then I'm a dickhead.
1: I think I know what it was, though. DraftKings got a hold of him and said, hey, you know, we got way too much money on you to outscore Kevin Durant. We're going to need you to take oh off. Oh, my
0: God. I forgot about that bet. What take happens off game with that? Three.
1: Yeah, he didn't he didn't play.
0: Does so. that count? Yeah. Does,
1: did they void that, though? I don't know.
0: They didn't even play. Oh, my God. Imagine taking KD and it goes through because he sat out a game. That's why he sat out a game.
1: He might not even play the next game. So... <sighs>
0: If he doesn't play the next game, then something's wrong.
1: Right. If he doesn't play the next game, series is over.
0: Yeah. I mean, you had Powell drop 42 or something like that. Yep. And then you had uh, Westbrook drop 30 plus and they still lost.
1: <laughs> yeah. Booker went off. Booker went with
0: 45.
1: In the it's Kobe's. fun to watch it looks him play. Good. It's fun to watch him play when, you know, Kevin Durant, everyone just goes to KD and then Booker gets to sit back and go, all right, I'm going to thrash you right here. I'm going to thrash you right there.
0: Yep. Have a few people run around, set picks. You get the matchup you want, clear out ball. Yep. Clear out. Give him the old Kobe. Clear out. The fuck out of the way.
1: (laughs) Go stand. Get your popcorn. Watch this.
0: Get in the corner. Spot up.
1: If I hit you, don't miss.
0: Exactly. All right. NBA talk done get into this max scherzer bullshit
1: (laughs) so max scherzer beloved former detroit tiger now pitching for the mets um was ejected yesterday in the fourth inning for a foreign sticky substance on his hand and his glove but the hand in particular um comes with an automatic 10 game suspension but what's crazy is it was kind of a whole situation that built up to this scherzer was you know looked at a few times, told, hey, your stuff's too sticky, go wash it off. So he we went into the the um, dugout, watched, washed it off with alcohol in front of an MLB official, reapplied the rosin, and then grabbed his sweat and put it back on there. And with rosin, as you add sweat in, you get a sticky substance. Well, it just so happens that Max Scherzer might sweat the most out of anyone in the MLB So he gets the stickiest substance. Um, So he pitched an inning or two. They told him, hey, this is too much on the hands. He went and washed the hands, went back out. They They looked at his glove next. They said, hey, this is too sticky on the glove. So he got a new glove this time and then finally washed his hands again, reapplied the rosin, sweat, boom, gets ejected. He, in front of an MLB official the entire time, is immediately going off. It's rosin. It's rosin. I swear on my kid's life. It's just rosin, which is an MLB-approved substance. It's the only thing you can really put on your hands. And now he's suspended 10 games. Completely legal suspension for 10 games, sitting out two starts. Just absolutely crazy.
0: My my biggest beef with it is that they say it's a foreign substance, but they know the mixture of the substance, which is the rosin plus sweat. So it's not fucking foreign. Right. You know what it is. You know exactly what it is and you know how to prevent it. You either take away the rosin or you let it go. Like there's nothing else you can do. You, you're you're you going to sweat on your hands regardless, whether you grab your neck or your wrists or wherever you want to touch your sweat, like at the end of the day, you're going to be sweaty. You're playing fucking sport. So I don't know how you can take, like, I don't know even where they go from here because it's a known thing now. So every pitcher is going to try to get a little bit of extra stick. You know, you need extra, a little bit of extra spin and you're going to do it because it's not cheating. It's in the rules that you can use the rosin. And there's nowhere in there it says anything about sweat. Right. So what foreign substance is it, number one? And number two, what are you going to do to prevent it the rest of the year? And you said this. You told me this before. Every time someone's got kicked out for a foreign substance, it's been the same fucking referee every time.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. There's only been three pitchers that have been uh, ejected for the sticky foreign substances, and it's the same umpire, Phil Cousy, every single time.
0: Phil Cousy needs to get laid. (laughs) Phil Cousy needs to re-fucking lax. R-E-L-A-X. There's already too many changes going on in the MLB. Let's not start throwing in the let's not start fucking with the pitchers a little more like this has been going on for as long as Rosin has been a part of the league. Like there, it's not like Scherzer Scherzer, Jesus knows like, or was the first one to figure this out. You know, like this, this happens probably every game, whether it's one pitcher or both pitchers, starters, people coming in, like it's like impossible to monitor this unless the pitchers like, throwing really well then you're going to start looking like all right let me see if you got stick on your hands or shit like that you know like it's like already after the fact like you can't do it before every inning it's after the inning so i just feel like it's this weird gray area that they're not going to be able to figure out and they're just going to be kicking random people out
1: right and what makes it even worse is like scherzer has since the start whole thing started like three years ago or so scherzer has been one of the pitchers that just calls out everyone like if you're using this stuff you're terrible you are cheater blah 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 and then he's the one that gets suspended for it he's going to appeal the suspension and you would assume that he has to have a good argument for getting away like getting out of it um at what point, you know, are you checking these guys? And then you ask the official that's in the dugout with them, like, hey, did he do it properly? Yes. Okay. Then <laughs> you're good to go. Like, what what more do you want from him?
0: I mean, I think the only way you can go is you're checking bags and equipment before they get to the locker room or before they get to the dugout. It's like, it's like the UFC getting checked like gloves and shit before you get into the octagon like that's what you're going to have to do before each inning whether like they might have to like double step it so like someone checks all the bags and shit before it gets into the bullpen everything's checked before and after you know shit like that and then before every inning you get the hand and glove check or something like that because walking out onto the mound and like causing a scene and shit like that that's not good for the league it just makes it look like the integrity of the league is like fluctuating with pitchers. And that's just, that's not the direction you want to go. You kind of just want to nip it in the butt and say like,
1: no more. Right.
0: I mean, at the end of the day though, it's one fucking umpire. So maybe we need to talk to him more than we need to talk to the players.
1: A hundred percent agree. Um, I'm glad to see it wasn't spider tech. Cause that's like the super sticky stuff that they, that were getting caught using. Um, I really like Scherzer, but, uh, It'll be interesting to see what the league does. I hope they make it right and say, you know what? He did everything properly. No suspension.
0: I'm, I'm just interested to see what they do with this specific case. And then if they don't overrule it and they stick with it, what they implement going forward, because that's like, if you just don't do anything going forward and you're just going to try to randomly pick people off like they're doing now, then it's just going to be a shit show and you're barely going to catch anyone doing it. And, you know, it's just, it creates this like gray area.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> Phil Cousy, good God. <laughs> one guy the entire time. Tigers, uh, speaking of, you know, Max Scherzer was a Tiger. Tigers, we haven't talked about them in a minute, but they were on a five game winning streak uh, when we did our last episode. They have lost since then. I think they even lost today, two to one against the Orioles. But they were during that span they had a three game in a row walk off win like that that's exciting baseball to watch you know I love to see that um Javier Baez still struggled during that uh during that winning streak he actually got pulled during I think the first or second inning because he took off from second with only one out didn't tag up and yeah got, got thrown out like come on bro you're Uh, MLB player you hit a double with one out and then the very next batter you take off sprinting for home like go sit on the bench
0: dude the Tigers fans ate him alive they were waiting for him to do something stupid like that so they could get on his ass and they gave him he gave him a reason
1: yep and like we said they did lose today to the Orioles uh they had the lead and then blew it again um Baez, you know, in the in the eighth inning, gets a single, an RBI. Ninth. Ninth inning. He gets a single, gets an RBI, and then steals second base, and I lose my prize picks because of that. So
0: literally uh, hitter fantasy score. He has nothing, then gets a single RBI and then steals a base.
1: I was okay with the single and RBI. Disgusting. The stolen base, that's what did it. That's, that's
0: nasty.
1: Yep. Um Speaking of like some gambling stuff, Fernando Tatis Junior is back to or yesterday is when he made his debut. He's playing in tonight's game. He's back from his PED suspension. He's a shortstop. Well, gonna play outfield this year for the San San Diego Padres. He's zero for six for with three strikeouts so far this season. Tomorrow place it now i'm calling it tomorrow he hits his first home run so i uh, the odds aren't out yet but i'm calling it he's going to hit his first home run tomorrow you can clip it
0: clip it tatiz coming off them PEDs with the homer i i, I like it like, he's got a he's got to have a get back game one of these times right he's already you struck out 3 times
1: right you can't be o for the entire season you got to do something so that's what yeah. i'm
0: saying andy was balling out in the minors
1: obviously like hasn't five,
0: translated something. too well initially but
1: I he'll like get it. going he'll get going he's too good
0: who who's he playing tomorrow
1: um he's going against the diamondbacks uh the starting pitcher for the diamondbacks is Merrill Kelly in his career tatis is something like uh 7 for 19 three home runs against him so ha, i really i really like that i like that
0: job. i like I really that like I fuck with that.
1: Yes, sir. can't wait till we come back and see this and be like, oh, yeah, there we
0: go. Oh for 4, 3 strikeouts. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I was a little wrong. <laughs> oh, shit. Hopefully not. But, hey, you never know. That's why it's called Game Boy, right?
0: Exactly. That's why we're the Detroit Degenerates, baby. <laughs>
1: God, that's such a good name. I can't wait to get the merch on that.
0: Dude, I'll start mocking it up, but that's that's going to be legendary. Yes, sir. All right, buddy, let's wrap this shit up. Unless you got anything else.
1: Nope. I just checked that is one for three tonight, so he got his first hit.
0: Hey, we're on the board. He's going to be warmed up for tomorrow then.
1: That's right. He's going to hit a bomb tomorrow.
0: Let's yes, go. sir. All right, guys, don't forget to check out our YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram all the above we're on Spotify and Apple play or Apple uh, or iTunes as well sorry and SoundCloud for the Real DGens we will be back with episode number eight don't forget we are going to upload the NFL draft stuff prior to us um, uploading the episode eight on Tuesday so just be on the lookout for that and until next time boys we'll see you
1: a big shout out to the we got to the 100 subscribers on youtube so thank you oh yeah big shout out to you guys
0: thank you for the hundo on youtube much love everybody we do appreciate it
1: yes sir all right peace peace another one for tommy boy another one for the world
0: another one for the listeners. and maybe for the girls see i can't dribble a ball but i can fiddle with y'all air drums i'm the one